Hello, this is Pearls on Tuesday with a podcast entitled April Fool's Day, Origin and Thoughts from a Teacher. I am a retired elementary school teacher. I spent 29 wonderful years in the classroom with children ranging in age from 5 to 10 years. I loved many things about my time with the children, but I especially enjoyed celebrating holidays with them throughout the year, with the exception of April Fool's Day. Believe me, I have a good sense of humor and I love to laugh. I can easily take a joke and I'm not allergic to fun in any way, shape, or form. Having said this, I often thought of taking a mental health day if April 1st fell on a weekday. You see, children having a good time do not know when to quit. The sillies are highly contagious, and the energy snowballs into chaos very quickly. It is impossible to entertain a few April Fool's tricks and then go on with your day. For some reason, this mostly insignificant holiday has the ability to destroy the best of lesson plans, irritate a teacher beyond what is humane, and leave classmates in tears when the joke is on them. I have been retired for eight years now, and to this day, I wake up on April 1st with a nervous stomach. If you think that this post is an exaggeration, try spending April Fool's Day with 25-year-olds. In an effort to redirect my brain, I am choosing to share some historical and factual information on April Fools that you may find interesting. As you read through this post or listen to this post on the podcast, please keep all who are employed by schools in your thoughts and prayers. If your significant other is a teacher, Tonight would be a good time to go out to dinner or order in. Just saying. So let's talk about the possible origins of April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day has been celebrated for centuries by different cultures, though the exact origins are a mystery. April Fool's Day traditions include playing hoaxes or practical jokes on others, often yelling April Fool's at the end to clue in the subject of the April Fool's Day prank. The media and major brands have often joined in the fun and have kept the tradition going over the years. Some historians speculate that April Fool's Day dates back to 1582, when France switched from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar as called for by the Council of Trent in 1563. In the Julian calendar, the new year began with the spring equinox around April 1st. People who were slow to get the news or failed to recognize that the start of the new year had moved to January one 
continued to celebrate it during the last week of March through April 1st. These people became the butt of jokes and hoaxes and were called April Fools. Pranks often included having paper fish placed on their backs and being referred to as April Fish because it symbolizes a young, easily caught fish and a gullible person. Historians have also linked April Fool's Day to festivals such as Hilaria, Latin for joyful, which was celebrated in ancient Rome at the end of March by followers of the cult of Cybele. It involved people dressing up in disguises and mocking fellow citizens and even magistrates, and was said to be inspired by the Egyptian legend of Isis, Osiris, and Seth. There's also speculation that April Fool's Day was tied to the vernal equinox, or the first day of spring, in the northern hemisphere, when Mother Nature fooled people with changing, unpredictable weather. Now some history of April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day spread throughout Britain during the 18th century. In Scotland, the tradition became a two-day event, starting with hunting the gawk, in which people were sent on phony errands. Gawk is a word for cuckoo bird, a symbol for fool. And followed by Taily Day, which involved pranks such as pinning fake tails or kick-me signs on others. In modern times, people have gone to great lengths to create elaborate April Fool's Day hoaxes. Newspapers, radio, and TV stations and websites have participated in the April 1st tradition of reporting outrageous fictional claims that have fooled their audiences. In 1957, the BBC reported that Swiss farmers were experiencing a record spaghetti crop and showed footage of people harvesting noodles from trees. In 1985, Sports Illustrated writer George Plimpton tricked many readers when he ran a made-up article about a rookie pitcher named Sid Finch who could throw a fastball over 168 miles per hour. In 1992, National Public Radio ran a spot with former President Richard Nixon saying he was running for president again, only it was an actor, not Nixon, and the segment was all an April Fool's prank that caught the country by surprise. In 1996, Taco Bell, the fast food restaurant chain, duped people when it announced it had agreed to purchase Philadelphia's Liberty Bell and intended to rename it the Taco Liberty Bell. In 1998, after Burger King advertised a left-handed Whopper, scores of clueless customers requested the fake sandwich. Google notoriously hosts an annual April Fool's Day prank that has included everything from telepathic search to the ability to play Pac-Man on Google Maps. I hope that you have learned a thing or two about the celebration of April Fool's Day. I plan to spend a quiet, relaxing day in my home 
trying to clear my head of 29 years of little voices shouting, April Fools, and dissolving in piles of giggles and then tears. I realize that if this is my biggest complaint after a long career in education, I have lived a charmed life. Yes, I have. This podcast is available in blog form on my blog, pearlsontuesday.com. Take good care of you and yours.